fascinating research from the Ohio Longitudinal Study of Aging has found that people that have a healthier view of aging, in other words, seeing aging as a time to gain new perspectives, new insights and opportunity to give back more, perhaps have a new appreciation of what matters in life and renewed sense of purpose. These people are likely to live at least seven years longer than people who have a negative view of aging, who have a mindset of aging that equates with loss and decline and loss of function and loss of the joy of lived experience. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. As a practicing family doctor with expertise in lifestyle as medicine, my purpose is to encourage and support you in terms of positive health, personal growth and all things well-being. As I say, to never stop starting. Each month on a live webinar, I teach learning by doing and learning by being. The why and the how of health enhancing habits, giving you the science as well as support strategies to live with more vitality. I'd like to invite you to join my self-development club. To learn more and to sign up, visit drmarkrow.com. Hi there, my name is Dr. Mark Rowe and in this short podcast in the doctor's chair, I want to really drill down on this idea of your health being your wealth. So I've got five or six key ideas to support you in improving your health span and simply enabling you to live with so much more vitality. H is for health IQ and health IQ is a term I use having the knowledge, awareness and decision making to make informed choices in terms of your long-term health and well-being. And for me, health IQ means a number of different things. Firstly, it's back to that really old idea from Socrates to know yourself. By that, I mean to know what's normal for you and, you know, be aware if there's any change in how your body's working, if there's any change in your bowel habit, any change in your waterworks, any change in your sleep pattern, any change in your mood, any change in your mental or in your emotional health. So in knowing what's normal for you as a baseline and then getting help and advice if there's a change is really, really important. Health IQ, though, also means that prevention is better than cure. And as an active participant in your own well-being, health IQ means understanding your biomarkers, understanding that there are certain things going on in your body under the bonnet, as it were, that you may not be aware of. Examples include raised blood pressure that affect perhaps one in every two people over the age of 45. A 24 hour blood pressure monitor is the ideal way to measure this. Knowing your cholesterol level, knowing your 90 day sugar level, 
knowing your fat stores. These are all important biomarkers that can support your long-term health and well-being. And these are often silent things, silent conditions that may cause no symptoms for 20, 30, 40 years until you get a cardiac event or a stroke or whatever. And these things can be prevented. Knowledge is power. Know your own health IQ. And health IQ, thirdly, also means having a positive view of aging. Fascinating research from the Ohio Longitudinal Study of Aging has found that people that have a healthier view of aging, in other words, seeing aging as a time to gain new perspectives, new insights, an opportunity to give back more, perhaps have a new appreciation of what matters in life and renewed sense of purpose. These people are likely to live at least seven years longer than people who have a negative view of aging, who have a mindset of aging that equates with loss and decline and loss of function and loss of the joy of lived experience. Secondly, E for his emotional bank account. Remember to build your emotional bank account with positivity. A great way to do this is to start and end your day with gratitude. You know, a simple gratitude practice in the morning. I talk about my glad exercise. G, three things you're grateful for. Big things, small things, incidental things. L, what are you letting go of today? Because we all have little niggles, little gripes that can be chipping away at us. A, who can you appreciate today? There's always somebody out there deserving of some appreciation. And D, how are you dedicating your time, your energy, your focus? And then at nighttime, www, what went well? Three things that went well today. It's a great way to focus your subconscious mind on abundance and appreciation, to dissolve toxic stress, to quieten the inner critic, boost your night's sleep. And fascinating research has shown that by bookending your day at either the start and or the end with positivity, especially gratitude, lowers stress hormone levels like cortisol, boosts mitochondrial health. The mitochondria are the little Duracell bunnies in your cells that provide you with energy and vitality and boost telomerase, which is an enzyme associated with longevity. So make sure you are boosting your emotional bank account with enough positivity to enable you to flourish. And of course, that's not about ignoring the negative or not never experiencing negative emotion. Of course it isn't. That's so real for each and every one of us. I'm talking about emotional agility, you know, being able to make the best of good times and having the resilience and inner resolve to enable you to deal more constructively with negative emotions and with tough times. A stands for associations because we all become like the five people we spend most time with right throughout our lives. So make sure you've got people around you that are going to strengthen and support you, encourage and empower you, challenge and convince you to grow the Harvard study of adult development. Now, I think in its third generation and Robert Waldinger, who's the head of it, has written a wonderful book recently called The Good Life has highlighted in this research the leading indicator of your long-term well-being, the quality of your interpersonal relationships. We are human beings. We need to connect. We need to collaborate. 
with other people to enable us to grow, to flourish and to live with vitality. So mind those relationships. It's never too late to build new relationships, to reignite existing relationships. And, you know, relationships are never static. They're never set in stone. Everything is constantly changing and evolving just as you are too. L, of course, let your lifestyle habits each and every day be your best possible medicine. You know, growing research has shown now that perhaps 75 to 80 percent of how your genes express themselves come down to your everyday lifestyle habits. By that, I mean, as I've already said, building great supportive interpersonal relationships, exercise and movement. Exercise, as I say, is the greatest pill of all. Every step counts. It's something your future self will thank you for. Eat food that will support you. Eat food that's health enhancing. Eat lots of color, eat lots of plant rich options. Eat real food, mostly plants, not too much. Learn to recharge from stress. Value your sleep because a good night's sleep is really the foundation stone for well-being. And avoid noxious substances like tobacco or illicit drugs. And alcohol, as I say, it may be a good servant, but it's certainly a very bad master. Tea is time for self-care. And what I want to tell you today about self-care is that self-care starts on the inside with awareness and with self-compassion by choosing to treat yourself as you would your own best friend, to treat yourself with the same kindness and patience and empathy and support. And finally, H is for health span. You know, none of us can determine the future. We always need a modicum of good luck. Bad things can happen. Lifespan is not guaranteed for any of us. But by taking good care of our health, by appreciating that your health is your wealth, you can optimize your health span. These are the number of years of your life that you stay healthy. And on average, by looking after those lifestyle habits, by looking after your health IQ, your emotional bank account, great interpersonal relationships, lifestyle becoming your best possible medicine and taking care to recharge from stress and nurture the real inner journey of self-care along the way. You can optimize your health span. And that's a wonderful idea to leave you with today. The idea that you can choose. As I said to a patient this morning, and he's found this so liberating in his own life where he was really challenged in a, wor in a workplace burnout situation, he has learned through supportive psychotherapy that he can choose to be an active participant in his own well-being. He can choose courage over fear. He can choose calm over anxiety. He can choose self-care over self-neglect each and every day of his life, enabling him to not just increase his health span, but to optimize his well-being, allowing him to simply live with more vitality. And that's my hope for you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com.